Salem. And Dusty. And you are listening to the Sock Drawer Podcast on Realm of the Mist Entertainment. for another episode of the Sock Door Podcast on Rob of the Mist Entertainment. The sentence, which is apparently too hard for Dusty to remember to say. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just, just try. Just try it. Go ahead. What? Yep. Just try it. Just try the opening. <laughs> just try the opening. Come on. Hello, everyone. You're listening to another episode of the Sock Door from Rob of the No. <laughs> For joining us. Oh, this is why I don't. Because we appreciate you joining us here on the soccer. It's not that I don't. I just, with something that long. It's not that, oh my god, it's not that hard at all. I need to have it written down so I have it in front of me so I don't flub. The flubs are the best part. They are. That's why I'm recording right now and why I asked you to do it so that you'd flub. Wait, what? I flub all the time. Remember our flubs? You hit, you hit record again. It's recording right now. I, I Look thought, at that right there. I, I thought I was going to get some practice time. No. <laughs> You're mean. I gave you practice time before we started recording. You did? Yes. Yeah. And you and you sat there the entire practice time going, but I can't do it. I just have to do front of my face. And notice what happened. I flubbed. You flubbed, yes, because you're sitting there not believing in yourself. That's probably true. Yes, it's definitely true. You sit there and go, this is just who I am, and I have to accept it. Uh, That's a good point. Yes. Don't do that. I should try harder. You should try harder. Okay. I I was also saying don't do that to our listeners. Don't not believe in yourself. Fuck. All right, double entendre. Don't. Double negative. Don't, Don't. Not. All right, fuck it. Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. Yes, there you go. See, I got this. Do you? Yes. Do you got this? I got this. Then what's our opening? What's our... Oh. (laughs) Okay. Um, Thank you for joining us for another episode. You didn't even say hello. How improper of you. (laughs) Greetings. No, just say hello. Oh, my God. Hello, everyone. Okay. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Software Podcast. Okay. I'm Rob with a Miss Entertainment. Okay, let me... My name is irritating. I'm so irritated. Do you want me to try this or not? Go ahead. Hello. Thank you for joining us. Hello, who? What? Who are you saying hello to? Everyone listening. There you go. Say hello, everyone. Oh. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Sock Drawer Podcast from Realm of the Mist Entertainment. I'm Dusty. And I'm Salem. I don't know if we're from Realm of the Mist or that we're on Realm of the Mist. That's that, that, that is the only word that you, you missed up on that one. Oh. You did great. But that was the only word. It's either of or from, and you know what? I just used of. I don't, I don't, I don't really know. I don't have a problem. Well, we're from... Because they, 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 they yeah, produce we're, us, we're, we're, so we're from them. So we're think. from them, but we're also of 
Roman in there, I guess. I don't know. Of is that really the right context? If we've got some native French speakers <laughs> <laughs> listening and going, "Oh fuck, man, this is a really tough one." <laughs> are they? Are they of? Where are they from? I'm not sure. At that point, I, I, I need an English major. Yeah, you don't. Unfortunately, I, I actually, I just, uh, I, I do know one, but Ilse doesn't listen to us. I don't think so. I'll have to ask her later. I'm not an English major, but I at least know how to spell. Hey, what um, is this call out Dusty episode? I guess, I guess every episode is the Dusty thinks that I'm calling her out episode, so she says done, that joke every episode, is, episode. No, 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 no. This is from the beginning. You made fun of me for the opening, and now you're making fun of me for spelling. Yes. Say one nice thing about me. No, because then it's forced. Then you have to earn your nice things. I have to earn? Yes. You being nice? People have to earn nice things. But I'm nice to people all the time. Okay, here's how this works. People earn bad things, and people earn nice things. You have been earning insults. <laughs> because, come on. <laughs> you can't even see an opening. I did, though. You did. <laughs> Like, Eventually, <laughs> I got there. After enough of me going, what the fuck? <laughs> after enough of me, you know, telling uh, you this, that, and the other thing. I hopefully next time you have to do that, I'll do better. There you go. Okay. It's all we need. Oh, and, I, and I'm all prepared for you today. Look at my new thing I got. It is a can of Febreze air freshener. Yep. You're prepared for me. Yes. You, the one who is constantly farting on the Constantly! Podcast. Twice! Twice! You do it every episode and I don't point out, but, the, but this according to I the... I do not fart on the podcast every episode, but thank you. This here, it's supposedly, go ahead and give, give them has proof. no dyes, no flavitates, okay, so no what? formaldehyde, no flammable components. Okay, and that's important information. Why? Because I'm eliminating odors, which means I'm eliminating you. Go ahead, give it a shot. Here you go. Oh wow, look at me, eliminated. Holy crap. Have careful, careful. careful. Just, just, no, 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 no. <laughs> that was a joke. You, you know that was a joke. Get your butt back here and be careful, there's a cat under there. You are so shitty at your jokes. That's why I'm supposed to be the straight man, I think, and you're the comic. Oh yeah, you are definitely a, a good straight man. There you go. But no, I actually, I got that after uh, I was repulsed last time I visited you. For what? You literally stood up, faced your cat, and let one rip <laughs> in her face. <laughs> and don't tell me you didn't do it, because I saw you do it. That's true. That's cruelty to pets, right there. You fucking farts on me, fuck off. What, so that was a, re uh, a revenge fart? Every fart is a revenge fart. Really? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. it's, I thought it was a natural body process. Oh, it is. But for me, every fart is a revenge fart. Oh. Okay. What are you revenging against every time? Well, if I'm near you, it's revenge against you for existing. Oh, okay. If I'm near my cat, it's revenge against my cat, because my cat likes to fart on me all the time. See, my cat and I, we cuddle, like, all the time. Okay. Constantly, they're like they're either within like arms reach, or they're like right on top of my lap. Okay, that's so, like my cinder does, except for when it's hot. 
So yeah, well, it's it's getting warmer. Which is why we probably won't have Cinder on the episode. I can't see him, so I guess so. Speaking of one of your cats, though, they're right here. They're a little kitty. Yeah, because it just it gets hot, and he decides that he likes to stay where the room is cold, and you know. Sounds like anyone when it's hot out. Dot dot. So unfortunately, my studio where we record is not air conditioned yet because I haven't begged and pleaded somebody to put it in the window. The studio, as in the computer desk in your living room. Okay, don't make it sound like it's. They can tell through the audio quality. If this was a professional studio, the audio quality would sound a lot better. You'd have sound panels, which you don't. Okay. There are people who literally record in a closet. I know, I've seen that. It's, you know, whatever they gotta do to make the better sound quality. We just don't care. We talk into a microphone. And if you guys can hear us and hear what we're talking about, you know, good enough. There's a fan blowing in the background. We did a sound test to make sure that the fan didn't get picked up by the mic, and it doesn't. But that's, that's, there you go. There's, there's, there's Setup there's 101, Sock Drawer Edition, I guess. <laughs> Shrug. So apparently we didn't make it to the, uh, uh, this week's, um, Chronicles of Lost Rome. Nope. Well, they didn't make it to us. Yes. We're, we're going to be there again. Spoilers for those of you that actually are on the show or listen to the show. Yes, we will be back, but not this we, time. We went over that during the episode. So. That we, we talked about that. We, we, we went over that we'll be yeah. back. Yeah, they've recorded the next three episodes, so listen to those when they get released. Um, so that'll be cool. But Did they record last week? They, nope. re they recorded the first three episodes last week. And then they just recorded the next three episodes. So they're set for six weeks. Wow. Yep. And well, then, five weeks. Yep, and then they'll be doing another session coming up that we might be asked to do. Maybe it all depends on if they keep getting sidetracked. Uh, I I wasn't there. I didn't hear any of it. You were you there? Were you hearing any of it? Um, I listened to the um not the actual recording. I listened to the conversation that people do off to the side during the recording. All right. And it's the typical D and D group. Dungeon master has a plan. Sets down plan. Players look at plan and go, ooh, there's a butterfly. Off mm. they go. So we will be there eventually. Most of the typical D&D groups that I've been in are groups where, like, everyone seems to be really super serious, but then you got the mage character who goes to do one of the spells, but then he has to look up in the fucking book everything that it does, all of the properties of it, blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's like a 20-minute thing of just doing one spell. Yeah, because magic is... In the butt. Magic is such a pain in the ass. There was actually a point in time when I was actually first getting into D&D. I can't remember what um, what edition was out, but when I was first getting into D&D uh, years and years ago, I had I went I went to the store and I bought like a bunch of those like teeny tiny little index books, I guess. Okay. And I had written down in one of them just the character sheet and then in like a bunch of those little itty bitty notepad books like all of their at will spells and all of their daily and all of their per encounter in, in completely separate books and I had it all mapped and organized and ready but I that was I saw at a point where I had no one to play D&D &D with I was just 
a fun little thing for me to do. That was a sad days of my life. I'm just playing D and D and patches and all that jazz. Well, yeah, it's COVID. COVID. But yeah, no. When I first heard about D and D, there was no editions. I know. It was one box. It was so easy. Now there's like 50 manuals. Yes. It's insane. Because of how successful it is. Mm-hmm. It's also complicated because of it. Very true. Because like, like this group here that that we the podcast that we're just participating in, they've got people making characters that aren't even in the books. They're specialty characters from other books, and it's just too confusing for me. It's kind of why I like GURPS. Yeah. GURPS is literally just here's the system. Once you figure out the system, literally just make whatever you want to make. I haven't played GURPS in decades. Love GURPS. But that was something a lot of the Midlanders that that, that old Barclays participated. Mm-hmm. GURPS was a big, big for us. The only thing I didn't really care much about for GURPS was just everything was D6. I don't know. I, I guess, I don't know. I like my math rocks. Really? <laughs> I like my multiple different math rocks. My D20s, my D10s, my percentile die, my... Yeah. Well, there's just something about all the different you know, dice and having them, a bunch of them in a box. I don't know. I don't know. But, I, I mean, I guess D6s are a very simple They are. Process. I don't know. And I'm used to, like, well, I'm, I'm used to playing tabletop games where you only use six-siders, so that's why I had a big set of six-siders. You mean, like, like war game? Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Well, Back in the day, I used to have a pink clipboard day. with a pink That's one very shitty thing about the Warhammer 40k community. They fucking steal shit. They do. All the time. Because I, I used to work for friends at a gaming store, and I would help run games, because lo and behold, if a female runs the games, they're more likely to buy stuff. So, but, but at the end of the session, at first I would just use normal stuff, and I'd go back and, where's my tape measure? Where's this? Where's that? Back when Forrest was still alive, there was one time where I took a four-day weekend on top of a three, or a four-day holiday on top of three-day weekend. It was seven days. We spent that entire seven days just painting miniatures. Oh, that sounds like heaven. Right. People it. normally, like, do stuff on their vacations. They, like, go somewhere. No. No, I would I would be all over that. I fucking painted miniatures with Forrest for seven days. Which is funny, because you don't like painting. I didn't much care for it. It was more so just kind of hanging out with Forrest. I can understand that. Forrest was a great guy. He was a great guy. But... Yeah. I never got into 40k either. I never like played the game. I I 40k, Warhammer Fantasy, Mordheim. I did all that stuff. My favorite was Mordheim because Mordheim was not as long. It was a uh, smaller units. Like my unit, I think had maybe seven miniatures in it. Okay. And it was a fast pace, good across the board, capture the flag type deal. Right. But yeah, I played all of them, and mostly it was just because my friends on the gaming store and said, "Hey, come play!" And I'm like, "Ooh, I want to paint those miniatures!" And they tease me because I have all these painted miniatures and not do anything with them. So I'm like, "Fine, I'll start playing the games," and I found them to be fun. Like, 40k isn't like a complicated. Like it looks very complicated. 
There is so much shit. You gotta have your book for your army. You gotta understand how your army works, and you gotta know how to com- interact with their doing. You have to have the miniatures for the piece that you're going. Yes. A uh, WYSIWYG is a thing. What you see is what you get. Yes. Is is yeah, a thing. Line of sight is huge. That's why all of us had laser pointers. You know, it's all well rulers, laser pointers, all those things. Line of sight. But I think I I witnessed one of the the best players, at least on the East Coast, for 40k playing, and their strategy was literally just bolter guns. That's it! Their strategy was just literally just volley after volley of bolters. Well, it depends on what army you're playing, and I can't really speak to what it's like now, because things have changed so far. But it's, it's, because I'll admit there's a lot of times where I couldn't afford the mini, so I would cop out, like Mordheim. Mordheim had this neat team, which is called Chaos, which you could basically whatever your miniature had, you, you you looked in and you picked out what that miniature could do. So I just went with a whole bunch of Reaper minis and played. I played one game ever, and I think I was given a, I don't want to say like a Dark Ravens, I don't I don't remember what the army was called. Uh, it was something, it was, it was just a, an army that, that represented my personality, I suppose. Oh, okay. And I was I was told to run that army, and I was running that army against the guy that had like this massive tank, and he had uh, he had psychers that were like high level and stuff. But he, he had a small army because his psyker and his tank was so uh, so much so expensive. Yeah. So he had a tiny army, and I was running like I was running like motorcycles, and I had like a couple of squads, like a sniper squad. I had two plasma launchers that I didn't roll ones on, which I'm so grateful for. <laughs> Yeah, you should be. I ended up beating him. It was like neck and neck to like the last second, you know. Like the 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 final outcome was either I get these sixes on these guys or that's it, and I got them, and it was it was really fun. I I actually think I there are a lot of good forty game forty k games that are like that. It's either that or it's a total fucking wash. Yeah, because for me that that's what got me really enjoying it is that. When you run across the people that aren't min maxers, mm-hmm. and they, and we would actually play solid games where you didn't know who was going to win. Because mm-hmm. if I walked to a table and it was a min maxer, and I I knew I'm going to lose because this guy's got everything maxed. To the it, floor, it was literally and no fun. It was literally me being coached by Tinny and Labar being coached by uh, my chorus. That was that was literally because neither yeah, neither Labar and I had, had that's played. A, that's a good way to do it. And I I never got into forty k from it just because I didn't have the money. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't have the money to get in forty k. I mean, I cheated because working at the game store and and the guys want someone to play with. A lot of the times they would just say, "Hey, I'll buy you this and this and this. If you just paint mine." Because one of the rules we had at that game store was you could not play unless there was at least two colors on your miniatures. Mm-hmm. So they would pay me, and I would get the armies. I think the uh, the, the uh, tournament rules you have to have three. Yes, we had a, we reduced, it was only two for us trying you know, try to get more people to play, yeah. and. It, and because I had won competitions with miniature games, painting mm-hmm. miniatures, they're like, "Hey, I'll buy you this tank. You know, he'll mm-hmm. do this for me." And it worked out. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been able to play any of those. There was one time Forrest and I literally sat down and just did the math. If you went up and down the coast playing all of the big tournaments with your army, and if you did a really good job mm-hmm. playing those big tournaments, because some people would win whether it was cash prizes or whether you're actually winning like miniatures and, and, and pieces and tanks and whatnot. 
so long as you put the effort into playing the game really well and then painting those sets and selling the sets that you didn't want and selling the miniatures, selling the pieces, you know, using the prize money and whatnot, you could actually make a living playing. Back Warhammer in the day, yeah. Show. These days, no. But it's dropped. People, most of the game stores are gone. It's very hard to buy. It's, yeah. it's miniature gaming, unfortunately, is a dying thing. It is a dying thing, which doesn't make sense because there's a lot of new miniature games that are coming out from bulk, actually. But it is. I mean, it's like right now we're sitting. In well, we're sitting. City, we're sitting in COVID. People, no, no, not COVID. We're sitting in a city. Yeah. Name a gaming store. Uh, I think there's one down, uh, down my street. If you keep going that way and you don't turn on the 365, and you just keep keep going, it, it, it looks like a gaming store. It is. It's a comic book shop with card games. Oh, you know that place? Yes. But it's not a miniature store. No. Okay. Well. I don't expect much from Rome. To find a good miniature store, I I don't I don't ones know. Ones in Syracuse close to that. I have to go to Buffalo. I don't know much. Or Rogers. I don't know much about this area. I I knew a couple of really good ones when I was living in PA. I knew one really good one when I was living in Jersey. And and for Just, for for the New York area, I don't know because I'm not hanging around. We, we used that crowd. we used to have a gaming store here. We used to have three in Syracuse. They used to be everywhere. One by one, they closed be well before COVID. Because the market dropped out on it. I wonder if Millennium is still open in Rochester. I heard that they um, were, I, well, before COVID. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But, yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's dropping out, and it's sad, because I really loved gaming miniatures. But it's actually probably a good thing, because this apartment, I don't have room to work, so it's probably a good thing I don't have room to work. Uh, I mean, have you forgotten the fact that you've had cancer removed from your hand, and it kills you every time you pick up a pencil? Yeah. Pain. It's been seven years. How are you not left-handed yet? <laughs> I don't. Because, because you didn't try. You didn't apply yourself. I'm left-handed for some things, but when it comes to painting, it just it was it's just too frustrating. Yeah, it's too frustrating. That's the point of learning something. When you're not good at it at the start, it's frustrating. Fine, I tell I tell you what, you give me some miniatures, I'll paint them left-handed. Ah, uh, that would involve me being able to get miniatures. Internet. I'll see what I can do. Okay, and then we'll, I'll challenge myself to see what. Because happens. you know what, there's a there's a generator that's just coming out to make D and D miniatures after what you want it to look like, and they'll 3D print it and send it out to you. And then there's also one that I thought I saw. It was for RuneScape miniatures. Really? Yeah, and I don't know why RuneScape is making miniatures, but I think they're just like, what are we doing with all of this money from these 90 million members that we have? I don't know. Let's fucking make miniatures. <laughs> Let's fucking, let's dish out archaeology, which we don't need in the game, and then let's just make miniatures for people. I will admit, I did the, even though it's a members-only thing, they have a quest for non-members to see if they like archaeology. Oh, yeah. I did it. I, I, I wouldn't know. Archaeology just came out a couple of weeks ago, and there's I, already players that are at 200 mil XP. What the fuck, guys? They're, because they're uh, just recently, from the 8th to the 18th, that 10-day span was a double XP live event. Yes. Where you had 48 hours. Anytime you logged in is when the counter started. And then when you logged out, it stopped. And then you logged back in. You had 48 hours between I will admit, I used all but two hours. All but two? Yeah, I used about... I was insane. I used about five, but I also worked for living. I was insane. But that, during that double XP live event, they did not include archaeology. You did not get double XP for the archaeology scale. So how the heck are they so high up with this? Fuck if I know. How the fuck did people go within a week? From launch to a weekend, there were five people that were at 200 mil XP for that shit. 
How the fuck do you do that? That is insane. I've been playing RuneScape for 15 years. No, and again, I, I, I'm, I'm on and off. I'm not as bad as I will, I will. I will fess up. I didn't intend to do the archaeology quest. Yeah, it's a quest is a quest. Whatever. Did you get quest points for it? Did you get XP? Did you get stuff? No, actually. Not nothing? What it does... What, well, let me tell you how I found it first. Okay. I got lost trying to find the quest I was trying to find. Okay. Never did find that quest. Stumbled across this guy saying, hey, I've got this thing you can do. Right. And it turned out to be archaeology. Okay. Um, what it does is it you go through the whole quest and you get the certificate saying you've basically a certified archaeologist and it unlocks this area that where you can do you know use stuff around it yeah. so that's what you get but that's, then it tells you you have to be a member you're you're, you're east of barracks because that's the big site and that's yeah. where they do the arch okay and, and then it then it tells you you got to be a member and, and i'm like i'm not a member where's that quest i'm looking for still have not found it Found another quest, really spooky haunted house, uh, stuck like so crazy, you need help. You're there on the road to Cannabis, then. I have no idea. I'm pinpointing you where you're at. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I have a general vague understanding of where you're I just know I'm at a haunted house where I had to give up everything I own to get inside it. Yep. And it's scary. That's all I know. Where are villages? I miss the old days of that game. I really do. You sound like most people I know that play well. Just, I mean, just like the days where I, I wasn't, you know, working for a living. I was still with the kid, you know, and the only thing I had to worry about was school. But then once I was done with school and homework, I'd sit and play for hours on that shit. See, I used to do that. Well, not like that because computers weren't like that when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. But I, there was, when I first got my computer, that, that more modern day one, mm -hmm. I would go to work, come home from work, sit down and play Studio Heroes until I passed out. <laughs> and then get up and go to work going, why am I so tired? Oh, that's right, City of Heroes. I'm not going to do that again. And then go home, play City of Heroes till I pass out. It would just be what I would do. Let me go. I think my phone just went off. It did. Has my phone ever been, like, on? Like, like sound? I, I don't ever do that. Well, well yeah, let me, let me just... that definitely wasn't mine. Because mine doesn't know how to make that kind of noise. Because you don't know how to put that kind of noise on your phone. No, because that kind of noise is annoying. Nothing more annoying than your voice going, hey, message. Hey, message. <laughs> yeah. Never doing that one. I think it was one time when I first got a cell phone, you were actually able to record your voice and then make it a ringtone. And I, I, I think I think it was just me like saying, hey, your fucking phone is bringing you assholes or something. Well, I, thought I remember cool. when I first met you. And I was talking to you, and all of a sudden, from your back pocket, I got, "Hey, Aspa." <laughs> that's 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 Castiel in, in Supernatural. That one that one scene where he's like, "Hey, Aspa," and, and and he throws and the cocktail. I just looked at you and went. Oh, that, that was that was my Facebook Messenger time. I'm done here. I walked away because that was just. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me that I haven't changed that as my as my tone uh, for Facebook Messenger. <laughs> that was just oh my god, that was just awful. What? It, it's it's my phone telling me that I've got something. Hey, ask but. <laughs> yeah, no. It's fun. You know what I've got for a notification sound? Just the the boring normal one. Nothing. I shut them all off. Well, I mean, for when you have them on. Nothing. You have, you just, I literally, if you take a look and try to find a sound on my phone, the only thing you're going to find is for alarms and for the phone ringing. Everything else has no notification. So what's your what's your ringtone? My ringtone? 
Depends on who it is. Okay, so what's your I have one for you. Okay, what's your ringtone for me? Um, actually, I think it's from Pennsylvania. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. I don't know which song it is, though. It's a song from Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. I don't remember it. I don't know. I don't know. Pull up your settings. I'm going to do this. Uh, go to sound. Let's see. Uh, phone ringtone. So, okay, so you've got the Daredevil theme. For my normal sound, yes. For your normal sound. And then Castlevania Lamb's of Innocence. Okay, so that's the... Uh, it's one of the most played sound plays from Castlevania Lamb's of Innocence. It's uh, well, uh, part of the House of Sacred Domain and, soundtrack. And my, um, and my uh, alarm to wake me up is uh, Queen, I think. Bohemian Rhapsody? Yes. So... I don't know why I just picked that, but no, Daredevil theme is for most of my phone calls, because I just, I don't know, there's just something about it is so pretty to me. Have you ever listened to the... Oh, the intro to Daredevil? Yes. The Netflix series? Yes. I love that fucking intro. It's just such a... It's very soft, and it's hard for me to hear because I'm part deaf. So, well, hello, that's not an issue. Right, so. yes. <laughs> I know. You're a fucking bat. So, yeah, the, there's just something about it that I just, I love how it sounds. So when it goes off, I just had, cha I changed it for you. I, I don't know why I changed it for you. You and I, my friend Hillary have two different, have different ringtones. I don't know. I don't know either. It must be the two people I talk to the most. I guess. You shrug. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. But anyway. Anything exciting happen this week? I never do that, don't do don't be all like, but anyway. I'm sorry. Don't I was do just, that. Well, is it time for the movie talk? Is it time for drink talk? I don't know. We're half an hour in. So, I mean, I finally braved the store without making you do it once. Congratulations. I didn't. It was bad. Okay, go on. Well, see, the thing is, is I've been trying to get internet to work here. Because okay. the internet works in this room fine. Mm -hmm. But the kids were complaining they're having issues. Okay. So I ordered something from Amazon that did not work. Okay. I found out why. It makes sense. It, you know, my own fault. I bought the wrong thing. Okay. So I went to return it at the UPS store. Okay. I walked into the UPS store. As I walked in, this older gentleman stormed out next to me. Okay. Angry as all get out. Okay. I get up to the counter. I take my phone. I start scrolling through my phone, looking for the SKU. Because how I don't think you ever returned an Amazon item. It's a, it's a QR code. And you hand them an item, and the, the box pack up everything, it takes seconds. Yeah. And I hear him, the same angry man, come back in behind me. I was here first. Get out of the way. I don't have time for you young people fiddling with your phones. <laughs> okay, go on. And I turned. I said, excuse me, I'm here in line right now. And he said, it's not my fault. I forgot to get a mask. This is a stupid virus. He needs these masks. We none of us should be wearing masks. Blah, 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 blah. Mask it, is, it is your fault that you forgot it your is. mask, but go ahead. So I just turned and I went back to pulling up the thing on my phone and he just was more disgruntled. So I turned and at this point I had the... the you stupid young people on your phones. Yes. Okay. At, at this point I have the... Q or whatever the call QR it, code okay. pulled up on my phone. So I, I, I turn to the gentleman behind me, and I have my phone facing the UPS clerk. Yeah. So and the and I said one. I am not a young person. I'm 48 years old. <laughs> Two, I am not fiddling with my phone. This is a return. It can be done in seconds. 
right? And I turned to the guy, the, guy, the UPS guy. He goes, and, he, and he's like, he's like, you're all done, man. And I said, three, I'm all done, and you are just rude, sir. And I walked away. Yeah, he's a typical American. And you, I, just, you just let the Americans be the Americans. And I just walked away. But it's like, uh, I'm, I'm so glad you do my shopping and keep it so I'm low risk. <laughs> because if that's what's going on out there. Oh, so I have to deal with those people. Yes. You're welcome. Thank you. You are welcome for me dealing with those people for you. Thank you. I just, I just, I, 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 I've never seen someone so angry about having to leave the store to get a mask, come back in, and then angrier that I'm there in front of him doing something that takes two seconds if you just let me do it. You, you'd probably have to, I'd probably be calling you using my one phone call for you, because I'd have fucking, I'd have broken that dude's jaw. <laughs> I just, I just couldn't believe it was you young people, fin you know, fiddling with your phones, I'm like, dude, it's a return, you know, but. Yeah, that was not fun. He's, he didn't care. He was in a he rush. He probably thought I was texting or Instagramming or something. Mm. I, I guess I should take it as a compliment. He thought I was one of the young people. <laughs> You're one of those youngins, you millennials. Yeah. You and your podcasts. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it as a compliment because he actually, he must have thought I was way younger. I don't know. Oh, man. But yeah, if he just gave me two seconds, it would have been They done. don't care. It doesn't care. Even if this guy was listening to this show right now, he doesn't fucking care. He'll make up some sort of stupid excuse as to his reason behind all of it and why he's justified. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, when he's standing behind me going, I don't have matter. time to wait. It's like, it doesn't what, what, matter. What on earth is so important in his life that it, he has to be in a rush at the UPS store? Who fucking cares? Who cares? I wasn't in a rush. I just wanted to wanted to show him If my it was that much of an emergency, he'd be going to whatever that emergency was and not stopping at the stupid fucking UPS store. So, I just... It does People people will just do whatever the fuck they need to do to look... It doesn't matter if they look like an idiot to validate themselves because they've got to be perfect in everyone's eyes. I don't know. That's not me. I don't know. I will admit, I, I, I did call him rude, so I was not nice. Congratulations. <laughs> you stood up for yourself. Yeah. But usually I would just go, oh, you go first or something. And this time I went, no. <laughs> no. You have no, no. Don't treat me like that. I'm just doing what Amazon told me to do. One thing video games have taught me is if you find a bunch of enemies on the path, you're probably going the right way. It's very, very deep. There you go. Enjoy that. That was, that was from the internet. <laughs> <laughs> That was from the internet. Well, have you been uh, Have you been watching the uh, the last Airbender like me? Yeah. I I mean I watched it as a kid, but I don't remember it, so I had to go well, back. I, I've been shoot out a number of times. So you know how I used to cosplay. Yes. And people like my friend Hillary and my friend D, they all cosplay from this show. I never mm -hmm. seen, never mm -hmm. heard of. So when I saw it was on Netflix, I'm like, I'll give it a shot. I'll just watch a couple episodes. If I don't like it, you know, no figure. I, I'm on season two, yeah. so. <laughs> It's it's a I won't very, very you, I won't tell show. you what day I started watching it because that makes it sound like it's even worse. Was it yesterday? Two days ago. Two days. Ah, that's <laughs> You're doing okay. I'm on season two. You're doing okay. <laughs> it's a very good show. Oh my god, it's so well done. So good. 
And, and, and I've got my character. I want to cosplay. No, I've stopped cosplaying. I can't afford cosplay. I can't afford to do this. Wait, wait, story. wait. I gotta guess. I gotta guess. Okay. All right. So you want to cosplay one of the characters. Yeah. Obviously, you probably want to cosplay one of the characters that you are very familiar with. You have a lot in common with. Yes. Uh, tough. Yes. Tomboyish. You, uh, you don't, you want to make sure that you can do everything on your own. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, her she had her parents controlled what she wanted and what she could do. She's so small. People tell her she's got a disability. She's blind. She can't do what she wants. Gotcha. I, I, it's like me. Yep. <laughs> tough. You are tough. Very good. If I could afford that cosplay, I'd be running around the continent. Are, are you? Are you Earth Nation? Or Earth Kingdom? Yes. You would say. You would say. Uh, Earth I've always identified with uh, when, when it comes to the, the different elements. I've always been Earth all my life. I've never really identified with the elements, but um, I would say I would lean most towards fire. Not because I'm that kind of guy that would want to go and wreck an entire city, <laughs> but I think, I don't know, I guess just with, with how their stances are, with how they, you know, how firebenders move with their skill set, earthbenders with their skill set, water, I think I'm, I'm, I'm a lot more of a... A, a firebender mixed in with a lot of water bending. See, see, I would be earth um, with probably fire, I would say. Earth with fire? Mm. Makes sense, I guess. So, yeah, because there's a lot of ways where I would identify with the fire side of things, but I've always been more stronger earth. Well, my style takes a lot of, uh, um, you, you need a very good stance, and it's, it's your breathing. That's 100% fire. Yes. Okay. Well, your stance is all, all of the elements. But, but you know, you know me, five foot one, plant my stance, go ahead and try to move my shield line, you ain't doing that. That's earth, there you go. That's me. That's just how I do. But there's, and that's just like pulling the, the, the mystical side of that show, the one part of that show that makes it unrealistic, quote unquote, and, and putting it into a realistic sense for, for you know, just who you are as a person, mm -hmm. which is one of the amazing things about that show. When there are shows that have magic in it, it's just, there you go, it's magic. And there's no, like, that's just the addition to the show that makes it unique. But they, they try to make it feel like, you know, there's properties that can, you know, relate to real life. But, but this show does a great job of, of you know, helping you relate just to the fact that, yes, no, you'll never be able to move a, a rock when you punch it. Yes. Well, a big boulder when you punch it. Like that. Yeah. But, but the way that they go about the entire arts of, of you know, what the waterbenders are like with the earthbenders. I, I, like I know what character you are. Go ahead. Momo. Oh, yes. <laughs> I am Momo. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you are the little lemur. I am the little teeny that's tiny hungry. that chitters is always hungry. Yeah, that's you. Great. Lazy. Thank Lazy. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. No, seriously, if you were, if you could be one of the characters on the show, which one would what you be? Like, if I could be one of them? Like, you know, like the cosplay or something. Oh, the cosplay. Ah, oh, that's a good, good question. Um, One of the... I don't. There, there's an episode where you had uh, some Fire Nation guys. They were part of a, a, a squad. 
that actually has a name, and I can't remember what the name is of this squad, but they're they're famously known for their uh, different fighting techniques. You have the one guy who looks like a, like a full face knight with the bombs. You've got the other guy that's got like the two chain bolas and whatnot. The other guy's an archer who shoots flaming arrows. Um, I, I can't I can't even remember what his his weapon style was, but the way his like his just design looked. I love the the look of the Fire Nation's like clothing, but just the design of this guy's clothing was awesome. And if I wanted to try to pull off a cosplay, I could try to pull off that guy. I wouldn't even go for one of the. One of the main characters. I tend to go with the side characters. Toph is one of the few that I actually can say I, I, I know that she's not a side character, but I just identify the crap out of her. Now, mm -hmm. do you have one you identify with? Um, Redemption Story Zuko. Hardcore. I, I'd say Season 3 Zuko. I'm not um, there yet. Don't tell me. I'm just saying. Season three, Zuko. There you go. That's 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 a character I identify with. I I am like a polar opposite of Aang. Yes, you and are. And Katara. Yes, you are. Uh, if anything, I might identify with like season one Sokka. But like, there you go. That's that's about it. I love Sokka's character work too. I've been enjoying it because I'm watching him mature as he goes. Yeah. Yeah. I think my favorite thing about the show is just like watching like Uncle Iroh's facial hair get longer. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 His wisdom is beautiful, though. It's the best fucking character wisdom. His oh wisdom my God. is awesome. I think the best character combination you could ever like do if you're making a character is combine Mr. Rogers and Uncle Iroh. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> would Com be... Combine those two guys and, and make a D and D character. So amazing. That would that would be that would be really really cool. That would be. Oh my goodness, we're already 41 minutes in. We haven't done the movie. Yeah, yeah we got a movie. We got a drink test. Uh, <laughs> So, I, what would what, what we agree on for the movie? Uh, was it uh, What Dreams May Come? Yes. Because uh, we stepped away from Studio Ghibli. Yep. Because I have this thing where if I'm down or not feeling well, I have certain I have three movies I go to. Okay. And you told me you had never, ever seen What Dreams May Come. Yep. And since I was going to be going through my, I need to watch this movie, I'm feeling down. Maybe. Uh, maybe. I made you watch it. Well... What Dreams May Come, what was it, from 1998? I'm not sure. Robin Williams. Yes. It was definitely from 98, like the haircuts, like the, yeah. you know, the curtain cut, Definitely. which I don't miss. Robin Williams in a not-comedy role. Yeah, it was very not-comedy at all. You, you have his humor thrown in there in parts of it, but like it's it not. is not a flubber comedy no this robin williams movie a lot of people are surprised that i'm really I like this movie identify with it because it's dark and they don't associate me with dark and this is a very dark film it's dark. It, it was a hard movie for me to follow just because it had a lot it, it was literally the entire premise of the movie is the afterlife yes and i you don't believe in the afterlife. i don't i, I don't care much about i was hoping the story or, would be okay the story is just it's really confusing it's a confusing story i i, I don't so he's in his personal heaven that he has semi-control over. Yes. But there's still laws and regulations with how things work, yet there's not. Make yeah. up your fucking mind. Basically, the idea behind the heavens is, is you control it. It's yours. There, the only rules are what you put in place. But yet they're still saying that there's rules. There's still rules. Once you're... Once you're too far in, in hell, you're gone. There you go. Well, that that's not heaven anymore. That's hell. That's different. Hell is a, created by you, too. And 
if you get to the point where you fully accept it, you are trapped there forever, yes. Well, I, I just... It, it, it basically, the idea is hell is your own personal creation. But then there's the rule of, of suicides immediately go into, not necessarily hell, but it, it was more it's so... It's not a rule. It's just basically, the idea is when you die, so if you die of normal causes, you automatically assume that you would go into your version of heaven because that's what your soul would believe. If right. you take your life, your actually tortured soul, and whatever was causing you that torture is going to be your personal hell until you can break free of it. If you can break free of it. It was, it was just, I don't know. There was a lot of flashbacking moments in, in the movie, which makes sense, but I just hate flashbacks in movies. It's just, <laughs> that's a personal, that's I a hate. Personal. That's a personal, I hate flashbacks I, in I, movies. I personally like the flashbacks because they help explain and bring you forward to understand how the characters uh, are I like I like a linear story. Flashbacks just don't do it for me. I like I like a linear story. If you wanted to tell me a very important piece of information, you should have told me that in the beginning. So, you know what I mean? Where where you put the So flashback. basically, we'll chalk that up to two as one of Dusty's top ten movies of all time, and one of Salem's bottom. I'm not saying it's a bottom. <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying it's a bottom. It's I'm just okay. saying it's just the movie. You're allowed that not to like it. I am aware that it's okay, and I'm not allowed to like it. I'm telling you why. Yeah. Just, it's just wasn't for me. Straight up. I I am very keen to the dark themes of the movie. Okay, the themes that you see in this movie are they definitely they tug your heartstrings. They hit you. They hit you pretty damn hard. Right right there, right in the beginning of the movie. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. I love that kind of stuff. I still love the devastation on people's faces when I was in the theater watching Infinity War. At the end of Infinity War, and I turn around and I'm watching everyone's faces as they're watching everyone crumble to dust. I love every second of that because in that moment, these people, these characters were alive to these people. Yes. You know, that's what makes a damn good movie. And that's what I like about What Dreams May Come is you care about these characters. And for, as you said, from the very beginning, you get pumped. You know, broadsided. Fucking punch right in the fucking face. And it, and it, and it, and, so, and you think it'd, it'd get better, but it gets darker it's and just, darker. Yeah. It just. It, so I, I appreciate that aspect of the movie. I love that part of the movie. The rest of it was just really confusing to me. I don't care much about the, the idea of afterlife, and they even threw in the reincarnation part of afterlife. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's they, they kept their minds open, but. That's what I liked about it. it it's not a Christian heaven. It's not a you know, Buddhist, you know, belief, it's not, you know, Jewish belief, it's encompassed all beliefs and basically showing that it's how you personally believe is what you make it in your soul into. I don't know, I don't know. It's still just a heavy, heavy focus on humans are so important. They get their own heavens and they get this, that, and the other things, including when they die, blah, 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 blah. Dare we admit that our thoughts and behaviors strengthen the belief that the world revolves around us? Yeah. Yeah. People. Mm -hmm. Bunch of fuck cocksuckers. Well, I still recommend the movie highly. It was, it was, uh, if I had a one out of ten the movie, I'd give it like a six. It's a decent movie. That's, that's, hit or miss, that's just yeah. how it is. No, that's fine. Um, I'm glad go. I got to show it to you. And then we go back to our Studio Ghibli-a-thon. Studio Ghibli-a-thon. I'm always just kind of sitting here going, and next week the Studio Ghibli movie is this. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, go I ahead, because that way they can watch it and 
agree with our opinion. Sure. So next Which week. Which one did I buy again? I, I'm about to say it because I remembered it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking killing me. <laughs> I was literally just about to do the thing, and then you turn around like, what was the movie again? I gotta go look for it. <laughs> Alright, what oh, is it? Oh, my goodness. Next week, you can uh, you can look forward to us uh, reviewing Laputa Castle in the Sky. It's actually Laputa Castle in the Sky? Laputa Castle in the Sky, yes. Oh, okay. I think. Well, <laughs> I don't I don't actually remember if, if the pronunciation is correct or not. Well, I'm curious, because you've got a can over there. Yes, I have a can. We actually have a drink test. So uh, with my company doing its thing, the thing that's been going on that's still going on. Well, um, like this is the final week of that company, right? Yeah, there are some things that when you have like damaged cases or cases that are what we call full goods, for, for stuff that, uh, let's say, it was, you know, you had too many of such case, mm -hmm. and it didn't go, so you just kept it in your truck, and then you, you put it on the pallet, wrap it up, and, and send it back. Well, there's no real need to put things on the pallet, wrap them up, and send it back, because... because there's no place to send it back to, there, you guys are out of business. Yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's done. So, so uh, these these products here, by the company known as Uinta, U-I-N-T-A, Uinta, um... You know, even before all of this, these were never sent back for uh, for resale. No, that's just how it is. Um, so this was kind of just sitting there hanging out, and um, I was with my boss. We were talking about what the fuck ever, and uh, he was like, "You know what?" And he walked on over to the uh, to the pallet with all the stuff. He's like, "We we can't send these back anyway, so I'm just gonna grab one." He's like, and I was like, "You know." I'm not big on, on citrus because this is this is this specific flavor is lime. Oh, I love lime. I was like, I'm not big on citrus. And he's like, Well, I don't, I mean, if you want to try it, you can try it, whatever. It's just go ahead and pick it up. Like it's not it's not going anywhere, it's just you're gonna it's just gonna go to waste. So, so what is it? A beer? So so you went to brewing, you went to likes to make uh, pilsners. So uh, I don't ask me to describe a pilsner. Okay. It's beer. Okay. Okay. Um uh, lager brewed with natural lime flavors, so it's got a 5.3% alcohol by volume, so it's pretty standard to the, it's a little bit more than the Gulch. Uh, this is just a, a 12 ounce can. Um, Uinta Brewing Company is, is made in Salt Lake City, Utah. That's from a pretty distance. So it's, it's like, it's got a little, little chart right here, like everything is like minimalistic. Like, the color is incredibly light, the body is incredibly light, the amount of malt and hops are just, like, really, really low on oh, these little... Well, let's it's, see what it's, a, like. it's a soft drink, is what they're saying. So, they're literally saying this is just... You're going to be tasting just, like, a lime soft that drink. So, I'm going to open like this lime. far away from the mic. There we go. And then, let me, let me pour this into your little glass here. And then I'm gonna pour this into my little glass here. We're gonna take oh, a look. It's, a it's got a nice, nice head on it. It's it, a right lemony. now. It reminds me of looking at a little red pie with the head and everything. Yeah, right. Kind of cool. Uh, it's carbonated, obviously. Um, decent head, and give it a sniff. I guess. There's a lot of lime on that. Wow. That smells like a, that smells like a Seven Up. Don't mind me. I'm just gonna keep sniffing. It smells like a seven. It smells delightful. Okay. All right. I'm going to drink it. 
Oh. The lime is very there. Oh, God. Wow. Oh. Do you like this? <laughs> Do you like this? Because you can, you can have the can. You can have, because it's a six-pack, you can have the entire part. Oh. Oh, God. The lime is very strong. Oh, my God. Unfortunately, the hops after it Ugh. clashes poorly with the lime. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Uh, I like I like the hops and the beer flavor, but the lime oh. is just so powerful. I, I love the lime, but the hops, <laughs> oh, they still merge together. Oh, God. God. Where's my water? Oh, God. Help me. I don't have anything to wash this down. Here, take a water. Uh, COVID. Oh. Oh, God. Because I, I really like lime. Lime is one of my favorite flavors of all time. And you taste the lime at first, it's like, oh, this is lime. And then the hops kicks in and it goes, hey, I'm here too. I don't get along. We're going to fight. And it's awful. Okay, so if you like lime and you like beer, you'll love this. You'll love this. If you hate lime. Or hate beer. Or hate beer. <laughs> Which is me. You're not going to like this. You're not going to like You don't like anything. What do you mean I don't like anything? For beer. You I actually like, like the Grolsch. Grolsch is so good. See? Uh, and I like, and I, I like Guinness. If you, if you want a very positive drink test, listen to last week's episode. I don't remember what we had last week. It was the Grolsch. Oh, yeah, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> This, this is, yeah, no. What are we going to do with the other cans? Oh, I know. Just, I'm going to see my neighbors like them. Sure. They've been partying in the back there. They've been partying. It's it's a very summery Yeah, they might like thing. it. They might like it. Give it to them from six feet away. There you go. Enjoy that. Just just drop it at the doorstep and say, we drank one, it sucked. Here you go. <laughs> I don't know if that bodes well. Hi, we don't like this. You can have it. That, that sounds terrible. Yeah, well, no. There's got to be a better way to do that. Put a note. Leave a nicer note than, than I drank it, it sucked. Hey, I don't like drinking alone. Drink one, you take the rest. Sure, why not? It's not totally a lie. It's it's a lie, though. How is it a lie? I don't like drinking alone. And uh, there's five more for them. It's not a lie at all. Whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. Or you could just tell the uh, the truth. Saying, hey, don't like it. Would you like this? Yeah, that's true. Too. <laughs> pretty straightforward. Well, pretty simple. Any, any rational human being would go, oh, I understand. They didn't like it. Maybe we will. Cinder has joined us. He's right there. Sleeping. He hasn't joined anything. He's passed out. <laughs> what the fuck are you going on about? He's here. He okay, yeah, he's here. So is your other cat. You're not going to mention your other cat? She is? Where? She's right there. Oh, okay. Open your fucking eyes. She's two, like, inches away from okay. Cinder. Some of us can't go to the eye doctor because they're not open You yet. can see Cinder. You can see two inches next to Cinder. You can see your other cat so that really we don't need. So we're going to end and the show like we started the show with Absolutely. I, hate, I hate Dusty? 100%. Oh, that's great. Because it's true. Okay. <laughs> We don't lie on the sock drawer. <laughs> we tell truths. We tell truths. Oh my god. Oh man. That was fun. I enjoyed that. I don't even know what it is. What is this? I have an envelope with my name on it. I don't know. It's an envelope. It's a crudely shaped harp. It's a heart. It's a, it's a blank envelope. With my name on it. With your name on it. Congratulations. It's a mystery. Or you opened that up one time, forgot about, about what it was. Yeah. Move on. Move on with your life. Why don't you close? Go ahead.
Thank you for listening. We apologize for the behaviors and actions of Salem. <laughs> you have been listening. No dusties were harmed in the making of this podcast. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> you have been listening to the Sock Drawer Podcast on Relevant Missed Entertainment. You can find more information up on for all the platforms we'd like to hang out on by going to our website, the com. Yeah, check us out, thesockdoorpodcast.com. Or if you think the sock drawer sucks because you, you know, got no heart, I guess. Or that you're you. Or you're me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, be sure to check out all of the other podcasts that Roman Mist has to offer. Podcasts such as Breaking the Fourth Wall, uh, Journey to the East. Yep. Uh, it had to be said with Venus Chan. And MW then- Holiday. Yep, and don't forget to go over to Sound Dicey where you can find us. Sounds Dicey Gaming. Where you can find us on episode one of, what is that show called again? What, the Chronicles of Lost Run? Yes, and we're also on episode one of the Campfire. Uh, Chronicles by the Campfire or something like that. And that will hook you in hopefully enough to pay attention and keep going with those because they're all good people, good shows. Oh, they're great people, great shows. You should you should check out check out uh, Delivery Bros with Anthem. Oh, always. We got a, we got a guest star on a couple of these shows. We gotta reach out to people and say, "Hey." We won't though. What we gotta do is reach out and have them on ours. But that's something to think about on another sock drawer. On another sock drawer episode. This has been a sock drawer. Everyone have a great uh, week, and we will see you next week.